0: This is the Women with Vision podcast, where we get real with some of the leading entrepreneurial superwomen about what it takes to build a business online and beyond with kids, husbands, and everything else.
1: Hey there, superwomen. I am so excited today to have my next guest. She is the owner of Aviatrix Coaching and Consulting. Uh, She has been a business coach, uh, really helping overwhelmed entrepreneurs uh, know how to find focus in their business and in their lives. And, you know, all of us are trying to find some kind of focus. Uh, I'm excited to talk to her because she's been doing this, well, for the last 25 plus years, she's been working with business owners and executive directors and professionals, So, I love talking to someone who's been in business for a while. There's been so many different things that have changed over the time. Miss Julie Hewitt, how are
0: you? I'm doing quite well. Thank you for having me today.
1: Yes, thank you so much. So, I know you help people find focus. Okay, so it's, and you specifically said F O C U S. Is that an acronym
0: for something? It absolutely is. When I started my coaching business, I wanted a way to kind of model my thinking and how I work with clients. So focus came to be F being looking at the client's financials because we have to have real clarity around our numbers. Then our O is our organizational chart, you know, who's on our team, whether it's our employees or our strategic partnerships, the vendors that we're working with. Who is that organizational that we're putting together? We then come to our C. Those are our customers and clients. How How are we finding them? How are we retaining them? How are we serving them? And does it make the most sense for the business? The you is my fun part because now we want to talk to you as the business owner. What are you bringing to the table? And are you getting out of it? what it is that you wanted to achieve in the first place by owning this business. And then we get to the S and we're looking at our systems of operations and accountability, because without them, our business is not going to grow. It's not going to grow. And we've got to learn how to leverage those operational processes within the organization. So we look at that and we take all of those areas and we get to bring our business into focus.
1: I love that because it's literally, you know, because I, you know, like to help people to really get clear on what they're doing, but I love this acronym. And of course, you've been doing this for 25 plus years. You've been working with owners, business owners, executives. How did you come up with uh, working with people as a coach? Where did you get the idea to start your business? Kind of take us back to 25 years ago.
0: Well, it's interesting because 25 years ago, I was actually working as a virtual assistant or providing administrative support services to entrepreneurs. And at that point in time, I met Thomas Leonard. And if anyone who's been in the coaching industry long enough knows that Thomas Leonard is really the father of executive and business coaching, he helped fund and he started the whole thing. I worked for him. And at that point in time, he said, Julie, you need to be a coach. But things didn't kind of line up. Um, I, I wasn't quite there. I didn't think I didn't understand coaching. I didn't understand the role of a coach and kind of went in my own direction. So I continued to provide administrative support services to organizations, which led to my company, JoelNet Solutions, which is an association management company. That's where I really then was working with organizations. I was the for-profit working with nonprofits, built my team, um, was able to help a number of organizations through growth um, and and, and experiencing things throughout the world have been amazing. But as we then led into, you know, this wonderful pandemic, I knew I wanted to do more. I wanted to give back. I wanted to work with other business owners. And that's when I launched the the coaching company. I'm like, it's time to come back to my roots and reach out to more individuals through coaching and helping them see what I've seen.
1: Yeah, that's so good. You know, uh, coaching, I I, I love coaching and um, it really helps people to go forward. And really see how they can get to the next level. Now you were talking; you help people with their their sales versus marketing and how to truly uh, figure out what they are good at and like, like you said, bringing things into focus. Is that still what you do for the same type of company, or do you do that for a new set of companies? Because you worked with nonprofit before.
0: We worked a lot of nonprofits because one of the things that I saw there was you're dealing with organizations and a lot of decisions being made by committees. So the need to really focus in on what is it that you're trying to accomplish was so critically important. And I think that was part of the reason why we were successful as we were working with these organizations. But as I expanded out, uh, started working with other business owners, I loved women entrepreneurs who were trying to figure their way out is a way to kind of give back and connect working with individuals in the professional services, because those were areas that I've been working with all along, but also in the area that has anything to do with the event management sphere. Why? Because in the nonprofit world, what's my number one revenue source past member membership income, conferences and events. So I've worked with a lot of organizations, uh, meeting planners, event planners, people in the AV industry, Anyone who's related to events, I've been on both sides of this table.
1: Yeah. What is some of the biggest obstacles and challenges that you have either personally dealt with over the years as a business owner, as just living through life and building a business um, or in your business?
0: I would say probably the first one that comes to mind is I am an 11-year cancer survivor. So when, you know, we got that news of now I'm here now running my team, um, I've given the diagnosis that I have cancer, I have no idea what I'm in for, what that's right. going to mean for my business, and got very clear very quickly about how I was going to support my clients through that time. In all honesty, um, I discontinued working with some of them because the, we weren't in alignment yeah. And it was probably the best thing I ever did. Right. Because I had to get really clear about who was there for me and who I wanted to be f- there for. And those clients are still with me today.
1: Isn't that amazing how you would think something that's really difficult? And I know that had to be difficult, but how the way the universe just kind of works to get things aligned for you. And not, not everything that seems like is bad is is actually bad. You know all, oh, yeah. all that,
0: right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I would never wish that t- diagnosis on anyone. Of course, but the clarity of the intention of life you get afterwards yeah. is a true gift. It's a gift. How do you stay inspired? Oh, that's easy. That's easy. Uh, when you're on a mission to help other people be the best that they can be, and you feed off of that energy, you keep going. When I look at you know my core values, inspiration is one of them. And I think back to the days when I was going through treatment and a woman who came into my life, uh, who I actually thought was going to be a mentor that was going to help me through this and come to find out she was another Person who was dealing with cancer. And when I saw her and what she was accomplishing in her life, I'm like, all right, I can do that. I'm good. I knew in that moment I was going to be fine. And so I understood what it meant to become an inspiration to someone else and how critically important that was for them to now achieve great success.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So important. What advice would you give to another? You know, either just a woman or an entrepreneur uh, about uh, getting their business into focus or, you know, getting
0: to the next level. Part of it is really understanding what you want it to look like in the end. And if you're not sure what the end is, okay, let's look at five years from now. Yeah. And if that's still too difficult for you, let's look at where do you want it? What do you want it to look like a year from now? Right. With as much clarity as you can possibly get. And then start thinking about why are you doing this in the first place and getting really clear on the why and then when you put those two together magic happens that's right
1: so so good so good oh my goodness well julie i have really enjoyed talking to you what do you have anything else that you would just like to share with my audience or anyone who's listening right now you know, who may be going through a shift in their business, who may be going through a shift in their life, a uh, uh, difficulty, or they're not in focus. Anything that you would like to share at this point?
0: First thing I would recommend is look at the habit of thinking and take time every day, even if it's 15 minutes to really think about what's going on in your life and plan out how you're going to be spending your time. What's truly important? Focus on those priorities. And if you can develop just that habit and just that one one change in life, it'll make a huge difference.
1: So good. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much. Okay. So tell people where they can find you. I know that you have your website um, and Give your website, and I also want you to give uh, your Instagram handle, your social
0: media, all of that. All right. So you can easily find me at my website at JulieHewitt.com, and it's J-U-L-I-E-H-E-W-E-T-T.com. Or you can find me on Instagram, Facebook at J-K-Hewitt. Oh, it's been wonderful to have you, Julie. Thank you so much. I'm excited about all the stuff we're doing together. I am too. I really am looking forward to it.